So who changed the rules? And why did they change the rules? And who gave them the right to change the rules? These are the questions of the day. Welcome and thank you for checking out the podcast. This is Right All Week. I am your host. My name is Dave. And if you would like to interact on the social media networks, do please look for the username at Right All Week. And if you would like to see us on other platforms where we're not currently do, send us an email. Let us know rightallweek at gmail.com. And then however you found the podcast, audio or video, help give us a bump in those algorithms so we can compete with the big tech tyrants and the Silicon overlords. That's all beneficial. Liking, commenting, sharing, following, all of it's good. And we do very much appreciate that. So, ever been in one of those games? You're playing with a sibling or you're playing with a friend and it seems that somehow, somewhere along the way, something that was good for them is not good for you now? Or uh, something that was not permitted for you is now all of a sudden allowed for them? And you're like, What's going on here? Especially, you know, those games that kind of gets made up on the spot because it's very rarely like what happened with uh, Chandler on, you remember, uh, Friends way back in the day, dating myself now, you know, when he's trying to help his buddy out. So he makes up a fake game and all the rules are in his favor. And then he goes and plays it later and all the rules are somehow not in his favor. and He loses all the money that he won. Yeah. See, this is what we're looking at right now in real time in the world that we're currently living in. So I made some notes for myself. I want to talk about all of the things where, that are currently happening in the news right now. Just these are these are present concerns. We'll call them uh, areas in which the rules are being changed. Okay, so I just made a quick list: masks, protests, spying, hacking, and social media. Uh, the economy itself. Of course, there's Ukraine, and let's not forget the elections. These are all things currently right now where you can watch in real time, and you are seeing the rules are being turned on their head. The things that we were told were not allowed before. You were not allowed to uh, to question election integrity, except when you were, because there was a particular group of people out there who weren't really happy with the way the elections turned out in 2016, just like they weren't happy with the way the elections turned out in 2000 and 2004, right? See, so it's not like it's never happened before where somebody says, oh, you're not allowed to to question the integrity of our democratic process in this nation, right? No, it only not allowed when it's your turn. Oh, I'm not quite sure. 80-something million votes? I mean, we've never seen that before. Oh, yeah, and mostly from highly concentrated, there's some specific areas where you seem to already have an advantage uh, produce most of those votes. Oh, and counting, like, ad infinitum for however long, right? Okay, yeah, sure, it's totally legit, y'all. Okay, so, you know, there's there's that part of it. And then, of course, uh, you know, Ukraine, very interesting, right? Because I'm pretty sure that the, the House of Representatives impeached a president over conversations with Ukraine that made it sound like uh, there was supposed to be some give and take in that relationship. But now we've got a current president bragging about the fact that he straight up required something. But in addition to that, now, of course, we're still going to say that there are requirements to meet uh, today's or what they would like to get out of today. Oh, and let's not forget, all of the nonsense that came out from Hunter Biden's story and his relationship with Ukraine. But all of that is a past. See, that's not the same. It's not as bad as uh, some misunderstood dialogue on a phone call, right? Even though uh, quite obviously that they are trying to to take advantage of that situation. And now they've hushed all that. And that gets you to the hacking and the spying part and, and, and with Twitter, right? Because we cannot allow the posting, the sharing, the people cannot be disseminating this information across the social network. Not because we don't know whether it's true or not, but because it was obtained through a hacked 
source, right? Oh, but it's actually 100% totally okay. Now we're going to disseminate the hacked information from Give, Send, Go, right? We're doxing all these supporters, those who have donated to the protests in Canada. But uh, we'll go ahead and let them share that one, uh, even though we supposedly, allegedly said uh, all the, you know, just last year that we had a anti-hacking policy. I guess that ex policy is expired. Uh, of course, it didn't really seem to matter to anybody that the same exact process is what was done during the uh, Trump camp, his campaign and his presidency. Back to the spying. Is spying bad or is spying good? Because we actually really did uh, go after a president for spying on the other party. And then all of this stuff started coming out what, during the time of the election and, and Trump was saying, oh, well, you know, they're spying on me. And they're like, well, you can't make those allegations. You got to have proof. You can't just come out and make those claims like that. That's another rule that's changed, the burden of proof. Who's going to require to prove things? Because they just want to be able to say whatever they want to say without evidence at all. There was, I'm trying to remember the name of the guy and you can look it up yourself. Uh, hopefully you can find it, right? Because he's coming out and he's saying that the Department of Justice and DOD has, uh, we've got all this information that there's a, there's a new threat out there. And uh, the, the guy who's interviewing him, uh, some some old school uh, journalist is like, okay, so what's the evidence of that? Like, why are you saying that we have this new threat coming out of Russia uh, right now and that there's this chance for mass mobilization? Like, where are you getting this information? And he says, oh, well, because we've de declassified this and now I'm allowed to share it with you. He says, okay, so why are you declassifying? What's the evidence? What's the proof? What's the reason? Like, you're saying that you've got data. What's that data? Well, the data that I have for you today, Mr. Journalist, is that me, Mr. Representative of the elite ruling class in the government, are telling you that this is what we're saying. You see, it's circular logic there. They don't actually have to prepare any evidence. They don't have to bring any proof. They don't have to support their claims. They just have to tell you that we're the, the government and we've told you and now you have to take it as true. Meanwhile, uh, they were not allowing Trump to get away with that. They were saying, well, you got to bring the receipts, bro. You got to explain yourself. Why are you getting away with saying that they're spying on us when, in fact, we now know for sure they were spying in. Uh, but they're saying, oh, well, see, it's it's not hacking, actually, if we release the DNS information because it was a third-party company that was hired so that we could actually, uh, you know, that was their job was to keep track of that information. It was a White House-approved contract. Okay, so in any other relationship that you enter into, uh, are those people allowed to just sell your information, share your information, give it to your political enemies or, or possibly even a ge geopolitical enemy? They're allowed to just do this stuff without specifying that in the service contract because I'm pretty sure the contract like literally says the opposite of that. But then there's this this joke of a guy who comes out, this analyst, your political nerd, who tries to explain, well, but because they did have the contract, so you gave them the key to the house. So, you know, it's just like reading the journal in the house that you're uh, that you're watching, right? Actually, that's very interesting that you would use that example because didn't they go after Project Veritas for the possession of a diary? Like this guy's trying to use the diary as an analogy. Meanwhile, they are actually going after somebody for a literal diary. Okay, so no, you obviously don't hold water. And there's the two, the double standard on hacking, which is something that we can see quite plainly. But then, oh yeah, of course, the, the, the masks and all of these other mitigation efforts are saying, now the burden of proof is falling on the other guys. It's no longer time for the government to be issuing mandates and us taking the responsibility as the government to require people. It's now time for the people to take responsibility themselves. And they are the ones. Okay, so everybody who said that before, 
uh, who said it was always, the onus was always on the people. It was never on the government. The government didn't have that right. They didn't have that authority. But uh, now that they, they are saying this, and somehow everybody who's been wrong, 23 months of uh, quote-unquote misinformation, censorship, straight up. Okay, you can call it whatever you want. Oh, these are private companies on social media. They don't let you enter into contract. Yeah, except we didn't enter into contracts that said that they were allowed to silence us at any time they decide to redefine what is is and what is not allowed to be said. See, that's nearly not the... If that was the contract they put up front... It would be a very different uh, situation going out there in social media right now. It would be a very, very different environment. But that's what we've seen and all this other nonsense with misinformation. Oh, it turns out, a quote, this is a headline, right? Turns out masks really didn't have that much to, uh, effect on them. The mask mandates really didn't prove much. Even though these guys have been trying to defend their mandates, especially the mask mandates, for 23 months or maybe getting close to that. All right, so however they've been trying to prove it. Meanwhile, people like myself who went out there and said, no, they don't actually work. Look, there's empirical evidence. Everywhere you use it, uh, no drop, okay? And all we've really seen are seasonal patterns. We haven't seen any of the mitigation efforts actually have a substantial effect on the reduction in transmission for COVID-19. But now they're coming around. What are they saying? Oh, that science changed. Of course, of course, the science changed. What they really mean is the rules changed because we're the guys who are allowed to change those rules. And they're doing the same thing with the protests now up there in Canada. The rules have changed. All right. When it was because uh, when it was BLM's turn, when it was Antifa's turn, when they were the ones going across the country and they were destroying things. And let's not forget that went international as well. There were protests in other countries, George Floyd protests happening all over the planet. That was the excuse that they used to go crazy. And they had riots and there was violence and people died and buildings were burned. There was destruction of property. And these guys were allowed to raise tens of millions of dollars for their so-called movements to help further their agenda. And these were the quote unquote, mostly peaceful protests. Meanwhile, a bunch of guys in a bunch of trucks who just happen to be parking them in strategic places. Uh, this is an attack on our democracy. And this is an attack on the sovereignty of the people. And this is an obstruction of the economy. Never mind that they literally wanted to shut the economy down. And that's another one of those areas where they do, the rules have changed. Who's allowed to literally shut down the planet and watch people starve? Well, obviously, it's supposed to be them. Because they can't allow these protests. These the rules have changed. You're not allowed to speak out against your government. You're not allowed to obstruct the social order of things. You're not allowed to demand that there be any uh, changes, amendments, or any uh, com compromise with respect to the social compact. No, you can't actually do any of those things. And so we are the ones in charge, and now we are literally going to starve you. And in the same way that, oh, because it wasn't proper, it wasn't okay, when uh, when it was time for other people, to the other uh, previous forms of government who wanted to, to look into money and to funds and things of that matter, nope, that's not okay. But it is okay now because, quote-unquote, uh, what used to be the, the, the war policy is now the, quote-unquote, emergency act, and we're going to start freezing you out of your bank accounts. All right? You can keep freezing on the streets at 25 below zero, and you, we're going to deny you the fuel. We've seen that happening. We're going to deny you the food. We've seen that happening, and now we're going to deny you money, and uh, we're going to make sure that not only today, but in perpetuity, from now on forward, depending, remember, it's supposed to be the, the repercussions, and the, they were going to be commensurate to your violation, right? 
So uh, that that too. Now we're going to be in control of the money, and we're going to punish you. So all of the ways in which the rules have changed, and it it kind of it surprises me how many people there are left. I'm sure it's a minority, but the number of people who are left who watch these things. I mean left, and I mean left. Okay, who who observe this and they don't catch on and go, wow, you don't fight fair. You keep changing the rules in the middle of the game. You keep making up new rules. You just grab the ball and don't let anybody else even play with it. It's my turn to run it down the field. All right. So it's a rigged system and they keep rigging it for themselves over and over and over again. And they flip flop it. And there's just a lot of people out there who, for whatever reason, they have blinded themselves to the truth and they cannot see the evil before their eyes as somebody does these dictatorial, authoritarian, tyrannical moves to literally manipulate and control people. Manipulation, hey, I read my Bible, that's witchcraft, right? Okay, so that's not okay. You don't do that as, uh, as long as you don't want to, you know, be ascribed and affiliated with a certain particular evil figure known as Satan, right? And I'm saying like that on purpose, okay? These are demonic tactics. These are satanic tactics. These are lies and these are manipulation, and they're trying to force people literally into submission. Where's what's interesting thing about that? Because it's just like we learned from Star Wars, right? The more you tighten your grip, the more systems will slip through your fingers. Okay, this is what's happening now. They've tried to tighten it so much that you can't actually, uh, it's not going to stay suppressed. All right, if you're a Bongino fan, you probably heard about the, the freedom, what's he call it? The, the freedom not balloon. So, uh, the idea then, balloon works though. You can't suppress this underwater for so long. Beach ball. All right. Eventually it forces its way back up. And it's interesting to think about the fact that there are a certain amount of ballots. Like we actually do want somebody to look out for us. We do want somebody to make things easier for us. We are kind of somewhat at least interested in some sort of a uh, social security network, right? Some uh, a net, some sort of a safety net as, a, as I like to call it, right? But uh, no, we don't want you to take over everything everything and it's just like they say the 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 government that can provide you with everything uh, unfortunately they can also take everything away from you and that's really not the healthiest thing the healthiest thing of course is the self responsibility but how do we keep that how do you maintain that by not letting them play by new rules whenever they want to. They need to be held accountable when they're cheating. The problem with cheating, of course, is it's only cheating when you call them on it. And they haven't been called on their cheating, treacherous, treasonous, deceptive ways often enough, and it's time for that to stop. If people need to raise up their voices. We need some more protesters protesting peacefully, civil disobedience against stupid rules like you're not allowed to carry a jerry can because we see right through that nonsense. And uh, more and more people, of course, need to have their eyes open. So, you know, pray for that. Pray that the eyes are open and pray that sense and sensibility and civility and peace is restored and fight for your freedoms because even if they can't define whatever freedom is, right, whatever that means, uh, of course, you know and you you understand, and there is a there's a, a righteous path to liberty that we all need to partake, and we all need to exemplify, and it's worth fighting for, my friends. Thank you for watching the video today. I do hope that you'll come back and look for future content. Again, this is Right A Week, and this is where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters. <laughs>